Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be talking about businesses who have employees and benefits that that you need to be providing them. And I know we've got a lot of solopreneurs out there, but you all are going to grow. And we want you to know that when you start having employees, there are some very, very specific and special things that you need to do to make them want to stay and provide great things for them. And so please join me in welcoming Jeremy Vesta to our program today. Welcome, Jeremy. How are you? Doing great. So glad to be here, Deb. Thank you cool. for having me. Cool. You know, and in the pre-chat, I discovered that Jeremy lives in Fort Collins, which is where I'm from. So this is just happy, happy, skippy, skippy day. Um, you know, So let me tell you uh, folks a little bit about you and then we will jump in. So as I said, today's guest is Jeremy Vesta. He is the Chief Financial Officer of Curalee. With his background as an economist and a wealth of experience in business leadership, Jeremy is passionate about helping companies optimize their investment in their most valuable resource, their employees. Through innovative strategies, he empowers businesses to create a thriving and productive workforce. In today's episode, he's going to share his insights and expertise on how to optimize investments in employees. So again, Jeremy, welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, you know, I always like to know how my guests got to where they are today. So tell us a little bit more about your background. Yeah, and it's a weird story. Um, It starts in manufacturing, which Hmm. you would think when it comes to healthcare mm-hmm. uh, innovation, mm-hmm. employee benefits innovation. Right. Uh, manufacturing is a very difficult environment. Mm-hmm. People usually are just trying to get ahead of their right. workers' comp claims mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. But um, we had a family business in Green Bay, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. um, and it, it ended up being national. Mm-hmm. Um, very successful, very hard work, Mm-hmm. And we wanted to give something back to our employees. So it was kind of the era when concierge type stuff was just kind of creeping mm-hmm. up. And uh, we brought on a medical director and he's with us today. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's still our, one of our medical directors. Uh-huh. And um, we kind of worked on a concierge type product with a mm-hmm. lo- local healthcare provider. Um, and it kind of blossomed from there. We brought on nurse condition managers. Mm-hmm. We got involved in some of these cases. And because we kind of cared about these employees mm-hmm. in a deep way, we invested quite a bit and started improving their health, started changing their mm-hmm. lives. Well, along the way, our CFO at the time came in and presented us with the financials about four years later. And we mm-hmm. were expecting this had to cost us something, right? I mean, right. this was very expensive. Mm-hmm. We're bringing in medical expertise, we're doing concierge mm-hmm. service, all this stuff. And and we found out that at a time in that area, uh, medical trend was about 7 to 8% annually, mm-hmm. net to the beginning year. So the baseline cost, we'd mm-hmm. actually saved 25%. 
Wow. On our healthcare costs. Mm -hmm. Very dramatic. Mm -hmm. Um, We had control over a lot of other things. You know, obviously Mm -hmm. we could push employees into this program and all of that, but we found that by taking care of the utilization, by taking care of our employees, uh, we managed to save a ton of money on our healthcare costs, Mm -hmm. but also these people were happier. They were more Mm -hmm. productive. Mm -hmm. We saved some lives. There were Mm -hmm. lives that were in jeopardy. And, and, you know, you talk about retention mm-hmm. and and all of those issues that every company str- uh, struggles with you tell that story and it's a big deal so mm-hmm. so we all of a sudden quickly recognized wow this could really be a business and mm-hmm. you know there's a little bit of a heart in it for us mm-hmm. where we want to take this out and help other people mm-hmm. do what we did it's it's not just for us this is this is to share with the right. world People are struggling mm-hmm. with with the 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 healthcare situation mm-hmm. in America right now and globally, mm-hmm. um, and they don't have a lot of answers. You know, you're either mm-hmm. experiencing in some parts of the world excruciating wait times for services, mm-hmm. or you're paying through the nose for right. for, mm-hmm. for what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, your employee may just pay the deductible, but the mm-hmm. health plan knows <laughs> mm-hmm. the costs are oh, very yeah. high mm-hmm. for some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just it quickly snowballed from there and and we we put this together as kind of a mission of our heart and mm-hmm. uh as as a way that we think this is the way to change healthcare mm-hmm. we think this is the way to change employee benefits mm-hmm. to finally produce a product that impacts your employees as opposed mm-hmm. to just giving them window dressing or some nice little discount at a gym mm-hmm. you know which is great those right. things are all good mm-hmm. they're positive but they don't really impact mm-hmm. anything other than the very slightest margins, mm-hmm. right? So it was just an unbelievable story, and uh, had to bring it had to bring mm-hmm. it to the world. I love it. Well, you know, it it is so true that when the employees are happy and feel like their employer cares about them, they are much more likely to stay. Uh, you know, and 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 one of the other things that we see and we hear about all the time is. The benefits that employees get can often, they're often more important or as important as their salary, Um, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, I think we're, you know, what I've been hearing now, I'm a solopreneur um, and, but what I, you know, what they've been talking about is the fact that the millennials and even younger you know, the, the benefits are truly what they're looking for. Um, you know, they want to make sure that their families have insurance. Um, you know, they, they, you know, the, the whole work from home thing is obviously something that has obviously, you know, made a, a big uh, change in, in our world, but it is something that, you know, it's, and, and it's, it's just important all the way around, you know, when you're hiring, to be able to say, hey, we offer this benefit and this company over here doesn't, you know, and, and so when people are comparing, they're going to look at that and go, wow, you know, this, this is, is so important, um, you know, and, and so I, you know, one of the first questions I have is how much has COVID changed some of these things um, with what people sure. are looking for? Yeah, I think this stuff becomes way more important because everybody got anesthetized a little bit with the mm-hmm. first impact of COVID, which mm-hmm. was, hey, naturally, some of our consumption went down. Mm-hmm. Oh, my health care costs in my plan for this year mm-hmm. were lower. Right. 
well, yes and no, or they, or they stagnated Mm -hmm. as like, but then Mm -hmm. came 2021 and 2022. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it's an acceleration right? because those people that couldn't get in, Mm -hmm. not only did they not get in to get their procedures they Mm -hmm. wanted, some of them were elective, some of them Mm -hmm. not, you know, whatever, but the complications from not having those on time Mm -hmm created much more expensive mm-hmm. situations across right. the board. And you're mm-hmm. seeing this massive acceleration, not to mention we lost a tremendous amount of doctors mm-hmm. during that time. Mm-hmm. A lot of, ret- a lot of them retired. A lot of them gave up. We lost right. nurses. Mm-hmm. And so there's just not as the economist, to me, the economist in me says, mm-hmm. there's not the supply of these resources mm-hmm. to bring the costs down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it becomes even more important now to be looking at utilization. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about utilization, I'm talking about each episode or each unit of mm-hmm. care that you're going to get billed for and saying how can i how can i affect that I, mm-hmm. every plan goes in and tries to negotiate some kind of discounts right. with their mm-hmm. provider or you're hoping that mm-hmm. your increase isn't that much this year mm-hmm. that that's important mm-hmm. you know that stuff right. matters but if i can just consume less mm-hmm. in a large way right and the interesting fact about consuming less is it's not a large percentage of your population hmm. you're talking about 20% of your population mm-hmm. driving about 80% of your cost mm-hmm. so when you bring in a service like curely we come in and we're going after the very risky we're not okay. going to manage necessarily right away and expend resources mm-hmm. that you're hiring mm-hmm. On people that are not generating claims, they're young, they might have some health issues, they might need some management at Mm -hmm. some point, but, but they're the, they're, they're not the priority right now. Mm -hmm. We're going right for those complex cases. We're going for cancers. We're going Mm -hmm. for people with multiple comorbidities. Mm -hmm. They're on 15 to 20 drugs, Mm -hmm. if you can believe that things like that. Mm -hmm. And, And so in the in the modern era all of these little pieces become even more Mm -hmm. important post covid right where it it was important before now you're seeing it accelerate Mm -hmm. and and this year i I, i'm trying to remember what milliman predicted uh but it's staggering i think it's eight percent you know back to back to what we were experiencing Mm -hmm. in the 90s right um very significant increases Mm -hmm. on top of already expensive Mm -hmm. plans and I can even remember back in the day when there was no copay and mm-hmm. no deductible on certain plans for certain employers. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Like mm-hmm. you just consumed mm-hmm. your health care and mm-hmm. it was covered. You paid your mm-hmm. premium and right. that came out of your paycheck. Mm-hmm. Those days, uh, millennials and zennials mm-hmm. have very little, if any, experience with that. Right. They're used so, to a copay. I mean, that's yeah, they just, have yeah. a copay. Mm-hmm. They've got a deductible. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Every time they consume, there's kind of this share, mm-hmm. which, in, from, you know, from an economics mm-hmm. perspective is is smart. You know, mm-hmm. you have to send the signal back, right. but it's not curtailing their mm-hmm. consumption. If they have an mm-hmm. issue, they're still going to do it. And, right. and they don't have an understanding, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's no knowledge base amongst these people to make solid decisions. Everybody mm-hmm. goes online and Google searches what they think their mm-hmm. health condition is, but mm-hmm. it leads to really yeah, no Dr. outcomes. Dr. Google is such fun, right? <laughs> and you still end up in the ER and then you end mm-hmm. up admitted mm-hmm. and, you know, all right. of those things. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're looking at that cost and, mm-hmm. and how do I give a benefit back that's reasonable at a time mm-hmm. when I just, it feels like the, the industry is just mm-hmm. chipping away at that bit right. by bit. Mm-hmm. Um, making my healthcare costs increase, mm-hmm. making me want to put more of my deductible, you know, increase the deductible mm-hmm. to my participants, to mm-hmm. my members, um, increasing the the share of the costs mm-hmm. that they're going to pay in the premium, all of these things. Well, 
you have to act, you have to get after, act, mm-hmm. after the utilization, you have to bring in some expertise. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of options out there right now, which is, you know, good for us, not mm-hmm. necessarily good for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where our expertise mm-hmm. comes in. You bring us in, mm-hmm. we can drive down utilization. We okay. will make these people healthier. So our, like you our, have a flu right. clinic, things like that. Well, no, I mean, honestly, the, and that's a misnomer. On-site okay. clinics drive utilization. And why do they drive utilization? Because the referral rates at on-site clinics, Ah. because they're, Mm -hmm. they're usually nurse practitioners Mm -hmm. or um, uh, 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 physician's assistants. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things they don't feel comfortable with. Right. So So they're they're going, oh, you need to go out. Mm -hmm. At a much higher rate. Mm Okay. than a regular clinic. Interesting. So, so it's actually driving more Mm -hmm. utilization. So Mm -hmm. when we have conversations with mm-hmm. with customers that we have real strong mm-hmm. relationships with those are what those are the things we actually tell them mm-hmm. that might not be the best thing i know mm-hmm. you i know you invested a million bucks mm-hmm. in this clinic to set it up mm-hmm. and i know you're paying for it every mm-hmm. year but it's treating cuts and scrapes those people can take care of that themselves right. they can get mm-hmm. to urgent care they can get mm-hmm. to their primary care they can it's put their not- own band-aid on <laughs> <laughs> Nothing critical is ever right. going to get dealt with in mm-hmm. those clinics. And what's going to happen is for the people that are that are fearful, that have mm-hmm. issues, um, they're going to get referred out and you're going to have right. more tests. You're mm-hmm. going to have mm-hmm. more of the high dollar items. Mm-hmm. So you bring in a group like us that's looking at your claims, mm-hmm. finding out who actually has the issues, mm-hmm. looking at your biometrics, which you're probably paying for, but not able to mm-hmm. action on. Mm-hmm. Because you just have this data sitting out there, mm-hmm. and without anybody right. having conversations yeah. with mm-hmm. people, nobody does anything mm-hmm. with it. It's like, okay, I get it. Well, and you have the weird anomalies like right. oh, COVID, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right, right. So you bring us in, we work through that, and then mm-hmm. we deal with those very complex people, which are mm-hmm. driving most of your mm-hmm. cost. You know, you're talking about the top. Mm-hmm. 50 to 100 employees at the beginning. <laughs> you right. know, that actually right. is me. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and we didn't even chat about this before. Um, you know, I'm on my husband's plan, which is right. a, a large company, um, right. you know, and, and, uh, and in 2015, I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. And if it can go wrong, it has. I'm still in treatment. Um, and, and several years ago, they went to my husband and they said, you guys are the biggest claim. Out of the, I mean, and they have thousands of employees. <laughs> you know, I was like, "Oh, yay!" Uh, I'm not sure I want the medal for that one. Um, right. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's now we're very fortunate because it is a very large company, and so they can absorb me, right. you know, and, and the other right. problems. But they'd so rather, well, they'd rather not. Right. If there was a better right. option, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they'd yeah. like to have that expertise, yeah. and that's the thing. When you're getting into these conditions, it feels like, well, I'm seeing an oncologist Mm -hmm. and they're doing everything they can, Mm -hmm. but the variability in care, the variability Mm -hmm. in outcomes, the variability in costs um, across the spectrum of doctors Mm -hmm. is mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh yeah. It makes sense when you get into it because there's Mm -hmm. really, it's a very opaque Mm -hmm. market. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not a lot of price discovery Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with, with medical costs. Mm -hmm. Um, So you charge whatever you can get away right. with, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. bring in an advocate, you bring mm-hmm. in somebody that goes yep. to your doctor's mm-hmm. appointments with you. You mm-hmm. bring in somebody right. that, that has, that mm-hmm. knows the system has mm-hmm. dealt with these complex mm-hmm. conditions, has dealt with stage four breast mm-hmm. cancer, has dealt with mm-hmm. very complex right. uh, autoimmune mm-hmm. issues and things like that. And then they start to put the pieces together and you mm-hmm. find out that the coordination of care, that's, that's uh, where a lot oh, of the issues are. Yeah. 
Well, and even just making sure, you know, you talk about 10, 20 medicines, you know, making sure that because those are not coming from one doctor usually, mm-hmm. right? They're coming. And, Correct. And never, so just never. making yeah. sure that all of those go together and play nice, you know, yeah. be, because you can have ones that are contraindicated. Um, you can have ones that, you know, just totally block out the other one, or you can actually make you sicker. Um, but nobody has sat down with the sheet of paper and gone, you take this and this and this and this and uh-oh. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, we can go through somebody's, mm-hmm. some company's claims mm-hmm. data and quickly see, hey, right. there's a huge percentage, mm-hmm. there's a huge number, let's mm-hmm. say, of ER visits that you've got mm-hmm. that were totally unnecessary because right. I know they're drug reactions. Mm-hmm. So this doctor... Mm-hmm who's treating this condition, didn't mm-hmm. talk to this doctor. Mm-hmm. You have Epic. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're technically sharing all this data, right. but it doesn't but really get like shared. But if you're like me, the, the Epic thing is like a, you know, war and peace novel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And your, and your mm-hmm. doctor is not going to mm-hmm. sift through it. They're not right. taking the time. Well, especially if you've gone expertise. into urgent care or an ER. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. And so uh, having a group like this, that's rationalizing mm-hmm. those medications right. for you and mm-hmm. saying, no, nah, this doesn't really work with that. I'm going to go talk to this doctor. Are right. you aware that they're on this? Mm-hmm. And you're prescribing mm-hmm. that, right? You know, simple mm-hmm. things like that that you mm-hmm. think should happen in the medical right. uh, uh, arena mm-hmm. just don't happen. Right. There's, they're still mm-hmm. not happening. We've, right. we've put all the tech in the world at mm-hmm. it, and it's still not happening. Mm-hmm. And there's a human aspect because when mm-hmm. you're dealing with employees, right? right mm-hmm. They, they don't know what questions to ask. Mm-hmm. They're scared. Right. Um, the, the majority of people that we deal with, especially within the chronic conditions, mm-hmm. when you're talking diabetes, hypertension, mm-hmm. cardiac, renal, those, they have collateral mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And those are the barrier right. to them making improvements. Mm-hmm. So if you think that you're going to have, you know, a nurse make a phone call to some individual on the plan mm-hmm. and say, Hey, are you taking your meds? And that's mm-hmm. going to make a huge impact on your life. I think you have another thing coming. Mm-hmm. This takes a lot of legwork. Which this is. takes mm-hmm. a lot of authenticity. Mm-hmm. It takes, it takes real relationships mm-hmm. right. and it takes face to face as much mm-hmm. as possible. One-on-one mm-hmm. because you got to build a relationship. You got to build trust mm-hmm. with these people before you're going to, oh, yeah. I'm not going to tell you, I take all that, no. you know, and, and well, and, no. and a lot of it is, it, it's also requires knowledge. Um, yes. You know, uh, now I take, three pills, three pills. I mean, all this, right. this stuff that I have, and I take three pills. Um, but I also take a lot of supplements. And so I mm-hmm. always have to remember to tell them, here is what I take. Here's the dosage because, you know, it, it, right. just because it's not prescribed doesn't mean it can't cause a problem. Um, exactly. you know, and, and, exactly. and I think, and then of course you do have people who, you know, they don't want to admit that they're taking all of that um, and all sorts of things. And, and, you know, and, and then that's when they're doing the, I have a doctor here and a doctor here and a doctor there, and they're never going to talk to each other. So that's well, okay. Well, no, by the way, mm-hmm. I like my oncologist. He's mm-hmm. a nice guy. Right. Well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would prefer to have the best oncologist, mm-hmm. even if he, you know, maybe mm-hmm. doesn't have the best bedside manner. Right. That's, re- that's really mm-hmm. what's important. What mm-hmm. are his outcomes? Right. And, <laughs> you know, the, the information that's available to, mm-hmm. A patient, a mm-hmm. prospective patient, mm-hmm. is all quality data. Right. There's no hard mm-hmm. data as far as efficiency mm-hmm. or skills mm-hmm. or anything. It's all: do the patients like this person? Mm-hmm. Oh or yeah. Or this is this mm-hmm. is the oncologist I got referred to, mm-hmm. so he must be good. Mm-hmm. You don't know that your mm-hmm. primary care may have a relationship with this oncologist mm-hmm. and know nothing about the other oncologists right. in the area. Mm-hmm. 
again, you yeah. bring in our expertise, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're sitting and talking mm-hmm. with you and saying, boy, I, I've had a conversation with mm-hmm. your oncologist. I'm getting the sense that he's not up to date on some of the most mm-hmm. advanced things. Right. We have connections mm-hmm. with people that are on mm-hmm. the, you know, absolute forefront of mm-hmm. a lot of this research. Mm-hmm. Would you mind if I did some research and mm-hmm. maybe sought out somebody else? And right. and usually mm-hmm. because we've established the relationship and they're relying on us, mm-hmm. we can get that mm-hmm. patient, that participant <laughs> mm-hmm. to a doctor. Right. For instance, we had an example. This was a wonderful example. Um, this this lady um, was stage four cancer, metastatic mm-hmm. cancer, mm-hmm. Um, not a curable cancer, mm-hmm. and it, it supposedly right. So that was the thing. Mm-hmm. So she was on a maintenance a maintenance mm-hmm. uh, uh, treatment mm-hmm. that basically was a holding pattern until she right. died. Just waiting. So from mm-hmm. right. So from a from a quality of life standpoint, terrible. From a mm-hmm. productivity at work standpoint, terrible. Mm-hmm. From a cost perspective we're mm-hmm. talking about a half million a year on a drug mm-hmm. that's not going to do anything right mm-hmm. uh, or might be making day, it worse <laughs> right may, might be making it worse mm-hmm. uh, we got into their claims our medical director got mm-hmm. into the the file had a conversation and then said you know what the the cancer i don't know why you think this isn't treatable it's located it's it's located in mm-hmm. only a few areas right uh why don't we go for an oblation mm-hmm. and so we took that individual we took them out of network mm-hmm. to a more qualified oncologist and surgeon, mm-hmm. went to the company, got permission, mm-hmm. went out of network. So it was going to cost a little more for right. the surgery, but a full cure. Mm-hmm. The 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 individual is currently still in remission. <laughs> Holy cow. Mm-hmm. And didn't even, you mm-hmm. know, didn't even need the maintenance chemo. Right. Everything's great. Went mm-hmm. from metastatic cancer mm-hmm. and thinking she was going to die. Mm-hmm. To now she has a completely right. different outlook on life. Mm-hmm. You can't possibly have a better internal marketing campaign. I know, because she told everybody that she worked with. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Well, everyone. And, you know, and, and uh, there are obviously negligent times, but in sure. many cases, it's, you know, yeah, they're the, the physicians and, you know, the medical, they're just overwhelmed. Yes. Um, they might be yes. behind the times, you know, things like that. I was talking to somebody just yesterday who had moved and she has lupus and she said she is having the hardest time finding a new doctor, you know, and, and, you know, and, and I said, well, you know, I, I mean, I, that would have been one of those where I would have checked before I moved, but you know, <laughs> but well, you I know, love that she, you bring that up when she might not have a, a choice. Whole, mm-hmm. That's a whole other issue mm-hmm. for that, your employees. Right. It's hard to get primary cares mm-hmm. depending on where you oh. live. It's hard oh, yeah. to get into mm-hmm. the first step. Mm-hmm. And now, now you're talking about our participants. Mm-hmm. Our participants are difficult mm-hmm. when it comes to their health, their conditions, mm-hmm. sometimes their interactions mm-hmm. with their doctors, because mm-hmm. they know I'm not doing what I should be doing. Right. I don't love going to my doctor. <laughs> Some of them get dropped by their mm-hmm. primary care right. and they don't have mm-hmm. one. And now they're seeing a physician's assistant instead mm-hmm. of a instead of a full medical mm-hmm. doctor, which sometimes that can be fine, but sometimes mm-hmm. that's a real that's right. a real issue. Mm-hmm. Again. One of the things we like to do that's very important is we build a relationship mm-hmm. with the provider community. Mm-hmm. We are definitely non-adversarial. Right. In fact, mm-hmm. we we talk about ourselves being the ultimate extender. Mm-hmm. You would like to spend more time with this individual. Mm-hmm. We get to. So mm-hmm. let us do it on your right. behalf. Mm-hmm. So we develop those relationships and then it allows us over time to say, okay, I know you have a closed practice, mm-hmm. but this individual, she's making progress. Mm-hmm. He's making progress. Right. If you can open it up to take that individual mm-hmm. 
that would mean a lot. And you're really going to impact somebody's life in a big way. Right. It's very rare that somebody's Mm going to say no to that because Mm -hmm. these doctors do want to have an impact. Mm -hmm. Right. They really do want to help people, especially the ones that, Mm -hmm. that we believe Mm -hmm. are the most skilled, the most efficient, Mm -hmm. you know, it's because they have a passion Mm -hmm. for it. So we would like to get these people that Mm -hmm. have critical needs into those individuals Mm -hmm. Um, and so we find ways to do it, which is which is a whole thing. That if we're not there, that participant is even at greater risk mm-hmm. because now their their healthcare becomes mm-hmm. urgent care. It becomes the ER, mm-hmm. and then um, the expenses skyrocket through the roof, mm-hmm. right. right? Through the roof, right? Well, and you know, having that advocate, and and that's one of the things that I tell people, you know, who are in my position, you absolutely have to be advocating for yourself, and if you are unable to, you need to have someone else, and and. You know, I, with with one of mine, you know, I developed gallstones. Eh, you know, right. might have got them no sure. matter what, but you know, they. Sure. I, and and now I knew I had them because I'd been in the emergency room and I'd had the ultrasound, and they went ew. <laughs> right. And so they sent right. me to um to uh you know to the the specialist, and actually they they said you need to be in within a month. Here's who who we're going to send you to. So I called and they said our first opening is three months. And I said, yeah, but the ER told me I need to be in, in a, our first opening is three And now they, I, and, and I kind of mock, but I shouldn't, I mean, they have their, mm-hmm. you know, they are told you do not work anybody in, you can't, you know, they're following the instructions they're given. Um, and I said that three months is not going to work. So, you know, got a different, different doctor who could see me within about a month who did not take the time to read my very lengthy epic chart. Um, And so he had no idea what was even going on. And he lectured me. He shook his finger at me. Now that doesn't go over well. Right. Um, And, (laughs) and I mean, I'm, I have people who actually think I am now medically trained because I have so much, you know, knowledge from having to to deal with all of this. And um, you know, and, and he said, you know, here's change your diet, yada, yada, yada. Like they tell people with gallstones. And he said, right. come back in a month. I come home, I call my surgeon and, and which is very bizarre that I have my own surgeon, but you know, um, and I went in, he took one look at the scans and he said, we're getting you next week. And so, you know, I had my gallbladder out. I was a happy little camper, but I still kept that appointment with the specialist. So I go be bopping in. And he said, are you feeling better? And I said, why? Yes, I am. He still had not looked at my chart. And, you know, and, and and he said, well, see what I told you worked. And I said, no, what worked was getting my gallbladder out two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my. And I said, do you ever? And, and, and I was not, you know, I said, do you ever read somebody's chart before you walk in? Um, you know, and, and, and then, you know, I've had the opposite happen where I have made an appointment with a specialist and I played Dr. Bingo, right? Is how many specialists mm-hmm. can I get? Who, I mean, and I, this is one of my, he's, he's my doctor now forever because um, I had my thyroid gland taken out. So this endocrinologist, you know, he'll, he gets me forever. He messaged me before my appointment with questions. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Right. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, right. and, and, but I know enough to advocate on my behalf, but even at that, there have been times where it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and so to, to have, someone in your position, you know, uh, that's just incredible because like you said, you know, the questions to ask, Um, you know, it's very strange here in Georgia. uh, We have urgent care. I mean, every place I think now has urgent care, but we now have a lot of standalone type of things. So standalone MRIs, um, 
cardiac, all of these things. Now I, I prefer to do that in the hospital. Everybody's <laughs> favorite dialysis centers. You yeah. Know. Oh yeah. They're like very, on every other cheap. corner, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and, and so you, you have those in there. So that comes back to what you were saying before with the costs, you know, it's, it, it, you know, good or bad. When you had a hospital to go to, there was cost X, but now you've got all of these different options and, mm-hmm. and pretty soon it's who can get me in first. That's where I'm going to go. And it's not even your choice. It's mm-hmm. what your doctor is prescribing. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, he's, he's referring you out. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're just saying, oh, but he has no, he has no concept mm-hmm. of cost. No, it's not their no. fault. They don't, they don't, they don't understand mm-hmm. and they are not privy to that. This mm-hmm. guy that I met at this medical mm-hmm. conference, who's in my area, mm-hmm. who does MRIs happens to be the they most go, expensive. Hey, look, one. I have his pen. Right. <laughs> He does a great, you know, his radiologist does a great job. Well, that's wonderful. However, you know, maybe the cost of the MRI mm-hmm. is 20% right. higher, mm-hmm. you know, which, which that can be fine too. Again, mm-hmm. we're, we, we always look at the episodic cost, mm-hmm. you know, you don't mm-hmm. get hung up on the units. You want to mm-hmm. know like, okay, yeah, I had, I had a knee done mm-hmm. and it was, you know, 10 or $15,000, mm-hmm. but you know what? It had complications and right. admissions mm-hmm. and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other guy that, that, you know, maybe the knee was 30,000, mm-hmm. had no complications, great mm-hmm. rehab and great results. Mm-hmm. Long term, the costs are lower by paying mm-hmm. it up front right. and going with that better surgeon. Mm-hmm. But there's very little knowledge, even amongst those who are going to refer you mm-hmm. as to who is the best mm-hmm. and and by de- by de- by design. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, I don't I don't begrudge the hospital systems, but they have to make money. They're not mm-hmm. going right. to. They're not. You know, they might you, be a non. This is our best. They have this to make is our money. best mm-hmm. surgeon. Mm-hmm. So try to get into him. Mm-hmm. And if he can't, then we got this guy that's got now a ton of availability mm-hmm. because we told everybody that he's not very good. <laughs> You know, that's just, it's just not going to happen. Or they're new. You know, there's, there's right. a variety. Or they're new. Yeah. Right. Or there's, mm-hmm. or they're new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but you, people develop those mm-hmm. reputations and, mm-hmm. and there's some understanding, but, but right. you got to look at the claims data. You mm-hmm. got to see the histories mm-hmm. of what are, what are their knees mm-hmm. look like? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, are they, and, how, and, and how you know, are, are act- they having a lot of repeats? I mean, that's one right. of the biggies, oh, you exactly. know, especially with say an orthopedic surgery, you know, are, oh, exactly. are they having to have hips redone? Um, mm-hmm. you know, things and how like quickly. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. 10 years. Right. Okay. That was probably the <laughs> good time frame for that hip to last. Right. We, we had mm-hmm. a diabetic who, um, uh, before he came on board with us, um, had to have a part of his limb amputated. That's part of the reason why he, he decided to come on mm-hmm. board and join mm-hmm. the, and participate. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, difference between even getting prosthesis mm-hmm. fitted. Right. This guy was having sores. He was having all kinds of issues because mm-hmm. they went to kind of the the place that that their doctor had mm-hmm. recommended, and it was it was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Right. Took him to another prosthetics place, and instantly problems gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, and we as patients don't often go back to whoever referred and say that was not good. No, <laughs> no there's no feedback. Mm-hmm. No, there's no feedback. Yeah. Yeah, and and but I'm sure they would like that. I mean, really, if if we you know said you know, hey, Doctor X, you need to know that you sent me to a place that this and this and this went wrong. Um, well, and then you know. you, we allow you not to have to do mm-hmm. that, so right. we get to be bad cop. Mm-hmm. Where we're coming in, and mm-hmm. we're getting to have the 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 conversation between mm-hmm. two professionals. This mm-hmm. isn't just some lay person right. complaining. Mm-hmm. This is a professional coming in and say, mm-hmm. by the way. Here's what happens when mm-hmm. you, you're referring all these people mm-hmm. to, to Surgeon X. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. Right. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so what I need you to do 
if you can, mm-hmm. is refer to Dr. Y. Because mm-hmm. Dr. Y, we're having none of those issues. Right. And they love that, but mm-hmm. they don't ever get to hear that. Right. Yeah, because again, they want the best outcome. Right. They don't want they you do. coming back. They do. They, you no. know, they don't want things going wrong. Um, you know, and and so yeah, they they want the best possible outcome too. Um, you know, and and so it's it's definitely a win win when that happens. Yeah. And so when you work, so it, it, explain to me more about how your company sure. operates. So you go yeah. in and you only do certain people or I'm, I'm a little lost here. Yeah. I mean, we'll manage everybody to a certain extent, but the, the true mm-hmm. management, <clears throat> which is uh, meeting up face to face frequently is with the complex. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we get hired by uh, self-insured companies, mm-hmm. um, obviously the ones that are bearing the the true mm-hmm. risk of their right. healthcare costs. Mm-hmm. Um, we look at their claims data, we go through, mm-hmm. we sort and, and triage basically mm-hmm. how that all looks. Mm-hmm. And then we start reaching out to those individuals, but it's very important. Two things. It's always confidential. Mm-hmm. We stress right. with everybody. Your employer's mm-hmm. not going to yeah, know what you, we the do. The HR folks are not going to know Can't that know. you have X. Mm-hmm. They can't know because mm-hmm. if they know, that's a huge HIPAA violation, number mm-hmm. one. But number two, it's just not good for your relationship right. with your employer and everything mm-hmm. else. They can't they can't know that. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be a good participant then mm-hmm. because you're going to blame mm-hmm. us for a lot mm-hmm. of other things that are happening. Mm-hmm. So very confidential. Mm-hmm. But number two, it's 100% voluntary. Mm-hmm. has to be voluntary. We've okay. got to convince you. Mm-hmm. It's like an internal marketing mm-hmm. program. We've got to sell you on joining our program. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't want to be here, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the benefits. Okay. So You're then, not does make the, the lifestyle the, choices right? Does the employer then have the the true insurance company that is the provider, and then you're working with them, or are you the provider? Nope. I'm we're we're the provider. Okay. We're not actually okay. providing care. We're providing okay, right. this kind yeah. of advocacy mm-hmm. coaching mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. service. But right. what we're doing is going in, and the first thing we do is we're gonna we're gonna reach out to you. Mm-hmm. We do a very large internal marketing program mm-hmm. as far as making the the employees mm-hmm. aware of right. what this benefit so is. So you're like first. really busy right <clears throat> now because it's benefits oh, yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then we come in and we reach out to those individuals. Mm-hmm. Could be a phone call. Could be mm-hmm. meeting them in place. Right. Could be you know whatever. We set up a meeting. Mm-hmm. Number one, we set up that first meeting mm-hmm. and we're going to get to know you. We're not going to mm-hmm. talk about your conditions mm-hmm. because number one, we have to build That's that a little threatening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. We have to build that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's incumbent on us to earn your trust. Right. If, if you came in and said, impact. so Deb, let's Hi. talk about your right. cancer. I'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 You mm-hmm. have to invite us in. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. It's very important, and we're very good at this. We mm-hmm. we come in, and and that's why I talk about authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be real. Mm-hmm. If if you're running this program, and it's just about dollars and cents, mm-hmm. and it's just about getting throughput, mm-hmm. you're going to impact nobody. Right? They're not going to open up to you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get past those collateral health mental issues, mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden you're just paying for a service that does mm-hmm. nothing, but we come in, build the relationships. Mm-hmm. We bring our expertise. We win you over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after we've met with you, maybe two or three times, we start having real impacts. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you're opening up about, mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on at home? Right. I'm dealing with this stress. I can't mm-hmm. eat better because X is happening. Mm-hmm. And then we talk through mm-hmm. that and we say, well, here mm-hmm. are the small things you can do. Mm-hmm. You think you can't exercise. We had an individual once who was too afraid to exercise because his his BMI, man, I can't remember. I think it was 52, Ooh, yeah, 52 so, or mm-hmm. 50, very mm-hmm. large, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, he thought he was going to die. So mm-hmm. we actually sent him in um, to have a stress test. Mm-hmm. And the doctor right. asked him, when did you have your heart attack? He's like, I haven't had one, but I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. And But the stress test showed him he could exercise and he'd be fine. Right. And that got him over the fear. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden his life was changed. But you wouldn't mm-hmm. have ever found that out in a doctor's mm-hmm. visit that's five minutes. It takes right. hours. Mm-hmm. We meet people, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes during the day, but it's pretty much mm-hmm. anytime they're available. Mm-hmm. We can meet them in their house if that's mm-hmm. where they feel comfortable. We can meet them at work in a secure location. Mm-hmm. We can have phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, we're there whenever those participants need mm-hmm. us. And that's why it's important that we kind of select who's getting the full treatment, mm-hmm. as it were. Right. So we're going through those high, high-risk mm-hmm. individuals, the ones that are generating a lot mm-hmm. of claims and have a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. And we're working down that list, building relationships mm-hmm. and and bringing their, their conditions into mm-hmm. control, right? We're getting them on less diabetes mm-hmm. meds or right. sometimes no diabetes mm-hmm. meds. Right. We're, you know, reducing their hypertensive mm-hmm. meds. But the biggest thing about that is, yeah, the cost mm-hmm. of the medication is one thing, but they're not going to the ER mm-hmm. and they're avoiding right. that, that big risk event. Mm-hmm. So what happens is after we've been involved long enough with your company, after we've managed enough of your people and we get them under management, we keep them mm-hmm. under management. They're under management forever right. with us. Mm-hmm. Once you're part of our program, you're always part of our program. All of a sudden, those big risk events that you were mm-hmm. expecting that are just statistically going mm-hmm. to happen, <clears throat> they stop happening. Mm. You're getting less and less of them. Mm-hmm. Now you're only getting the ones mm-hmm. that, you know, either are very, very rare, mm-hmm. you know, that are kind of n- no no claims data would have pointed to that, mm-hmm. but it happens. Right. You have statistical the anomalies. The actuaries or, went, oh. <laughs> right. Or it's your cancers mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. things like that, right. that that weren't preventable mm-hmm. to begin with. But even there, we're getting getting involved. Right. Yeah. Because sure obviously early detection is, you know, one of the, the biggies. Mm-hmm. Early detection is, is huge, but mm-hmm. also how you, how you deal with the end stage. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. so depending on the doctor, <laughs> some of them are, are dream salesmen, right? Mm-hmm. Because they really, it's, it's a hard thing mm-hmm. to be, to, to sit there and tell an right. individual your best option is hospice mm-hmm. and pain management. Mm-hmm. And and that's a tragic thing, but it, right. it happens. Mm-hmm. And that's a better option than saying, we're going to throw the kitchen gonna, sink at this. We're going to operate. We're yeah. going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're getting radiation. Mm-hmm. You're getting chemo. You're mm-hmm. getting biologics. You're getting mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And by the way, you're going to feel horrible yeah. through the entire <laughs> You're not going to like what's, what's going to yeah. happen, but we're going to keep Your quality you of life is going to be mm-hmm. terrible, but you might mm-hmm. live an extra month. Mm-hmm. I mean- I don't want to say that it's that it's unreasonable, right. but it's certainly not the right answer. And when we can be involved, we can mm-hmm. help manage that end stage. Right. And, say, and when you can give them the choice, yeah. I mean, they right. might say, I want you to do everything you possibly can. For sure. You know, or they means, might say, we'll yeah. um, you know, it, it's funny. So years ago, I worked for an oncologist. So I tell you, know, I work and I work for the American Cancer Society. So, you know, when I got diagnosed, I'm like, ooh, I know just <laughs> like, enough to be dangerous. Right. I loved my oncologist. He was in Denver. Um, yeah. And, you know, this was 35 years ago. And and he had a very different philosophy. And I remember we had, um, I, I managed his education programs. We did a lot of outreach programs and, and you know, I managed those. Um, and he, we had this patient and she was, you know, I remember thinking she was elderly. Now I was you know, pretty young. So who knows? She might've been 50, but, um, you know, she was diagnosed with terminal cancer. I mean, it was... Right. It, and and so, you know, he sat her down and he said, here's the choices. 
Um, he said, yeah, we can, we can make you miserable. He said, or, and so she picked the or, and it was the cutest right. thing in the world because she decided she was going to go on around the world cruise. And right. so what we did was we packaged up her records and sent them with her. And the only reason we did that was because, you know, as, as, as you know, if you die in a foreign country, it can get really complicated. And so we wanted her to have, or her family to, to have that information so that, you know, wherever she was, they went, Oh, okay. This is, is what happened. Um, but you know, and, and he sent her on her way with a blessing. I mean, you know, it was, he did not try and twist her arm. He did not, you know, but, and, and, and I, you know, to me, I mean, that obviously, you know, made an impression and that's still how I operate. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, you give everybody the information and let them choose. Right. And, and as an economist, we talk about, we talk about utility, right? Mm -hmm. And utility is subjective. Mm -hmm. So what's valuable for somebody Mm -hmm. is not valuable for another person. That Mm -hmm. doctor shouldn't be, you know, superimposing Mm -hmm. his value system Mm -hmm. on an individual who Mm -hmm. may just say, look, I just want to have the best life I can. I want to go on my cruise. (laughs) For as long as it's going to be. And after that's done, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But giving that, giving that option, which allows you to both, mm-hmm. again, give give the plan member mm-hmm. a better experience, right. um, but also potentially save a lot of money mm-hmm. for the for the company that shouldn't have mm-hmm. been spent. Right. Because you knew it wasn't going to, it's not going to mm-hmm. be a cure, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's funny. I was mm-hmm. talking with uh, our medical director today about <clears throat> a certain type of cancer that, uh, um, that he's dealing with personally, mm-hmm. somebody that he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, again, very end stage metastatic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the doctor was like, well, there's a chance. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, when there you look at the research. There always is a chance. Yeah, I mean, that's When you the look thing. at the research, mm-hmm. you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I have a stats background. When you look at the research, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but the two people out of 300, yeah. right? That mm-hmm. Those two people had a very, very, very different situation right. than the individual we're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And and the the, the statistics are, for this individual mm-hmm. are probably closer to zero mm-hmm. than even right. two out of 300. Mm-hmm. So are you really selling mm-hmm. them the truth? Or are you trying mm-hmm. to just keep things positive because right. you want to avoid mm-hmm. the tough conversation? Mm-hmm. Well, we're able to help mm-hmm. facilitate right. that and, and have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Be like, well, you know, uh, that that mm-hmm. we're not saying that's not possible, mm-hmm. but here's the right. facts that we and, know. And, and a lot of it is like we were saying, education. Right. You know, so many yes. people hear the word hospice, for example, and they think right. I'm dead tomorrow. I mean, you know, I live in Georgia. Yeah. Jimmy Carter has now been on hospice for months and right. is still out and about. I mean, you know, it's, yep. it, it, it is no longer the, you know, they, they are giving you a different type of and different level of treatment, but right. um, you know, it's not death is imminent type of, of no. what we were used to, you know, it, it is can be we're very make you comfortable. We're going right. to do all of those things. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's like you said, it, it is the education piece that it is, education. is so important. And, and and that's what's so interesting about, you know, as an employer, when you're dealing with healthcare benefits, when you're mm-hmm. dealing with medical issues, mm-hmm. the employer, HR certainly doesn't mm-hmm. know anything about mm-hmm. clinical issues. They they right. don't know how to navigate the system. The person that's actually controlling mm-hmm. whether there's going to be healthcare spend, mm-hmm. the, the patient, mm-hmm. they don't usually know mm-hmm. very much about it. 
And so you have two economic actors mm -hmm. who are sitting there making a decision on spend that have mm -hmm. very little understanding right. or knowledge. And that's why some of these larger companies will mm -hmm. hire a medical director or this mm -hmm. and that. But they really, again, they're only dealing with some one-off cases right. and some auditing of mm -hmm. claims, and they're not getting into the the real nitty gritty. And they might see 50 people, people in a day, depending on right. you know, what the company is or, you know, the size, right. all of those things. Right. Whereas they need a network of resources. Mm -hmm. What we provide is that network mm -hmm. of resources to go out, form those relationships. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, you know, this person needs mm -hmm. to do X, Y, and Z mm -hmm. to get off of these meds, mm -hmm. lower this condition mm -hmm. and get better. Right. That person probably knows it too, because the doctor told mm -hmm. them. Yeah, they've been lectured they about it, it right? Why, mm -hmm. why aren't they doing it? Well, because there's a lot of barriers there mm -hmm. and you haven't got to know the individual mm -hmm. and you haven't gotten to know their story. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know their story, you don't have their trust, mm -hmm. you don't have a relationship, you're just not going to have an impact. Right. So, you know, from the employer's side, you know, for providing this benefit, it really is about wellness. And, you know, and, and like we said, you know, you can lose an employee to, you know, they go to the emergency room, they might get admitted, there's all of this stuff, or you can take care of them, maybe they miss an hour. <laughs> you know? right. And I mean, that's just, and, and can you imagine me? And I mean, you can imagine, but for, for my listeners and viewers, imagine being that employee. And knowing, you know, right. now granted, you are thinking, yeah, they just didn't want me gone. But at the same point, you know, it's like, wow, you know, they, they, you know, this is, this is good because not only are they not missing work, they're not missing their kids' piano recital and, yeah, you know, everything. this one's football game and, and <clears> all of those things because they are just healthier altogether. And, you know, and, and I love, you know, when we see that the uh, best companies to work for, they always have those lists. Yeah, they right. almost always provide wellness programs. Right. Um, you know, to some degree. And some of them, you know, some of them bring in the massage therapist once a week and, you know, that counts right. as a wellness yeah. program or they have an, an in, you know, in-house clinic and, and things like that. So there's sure. obviously lots of degrees, but, but yeah, that's like we've been saying, that is such a big benefit to be able to tell yeah. your current and future employees, here's what we've got. Well, and the unfortunate thing is <clears throat> most of what you're talking about is PR, mm -hmm. right? So it's, and it's, it's the programs are really mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not going to knock the programs. Mm -hmm. In fact, we love to leverage mm -hmm. wellness programs because if you have it in place mm -hmm. and you've got some discounts and this and that, mm -hmm. we'll push our, our mm -hmm. participants to use that. Right. The problem is without us, they were never going to use right. that. Mm -hmm. So I remember being a part of a company and and we had the gym discounts and the mm -hmm. wellness and this and that. And it's like, well, uh, the joke was the wellness program was for the well. Mm-hmm. Right. right. The people that were using it were mm -hmm. the people that were already healthy and would have would have done the right things right. regardless. Mm -hmm. The problem was the people that mm -hmm. wouldn't use them were the mm -hmm. ones that needed. And just because it's there doesn't mean it's going to mm -hmm. get used. It's like your biometrics, right? That's mm -hmm. a that's a great program. Mm -hmm. it, it educates a lot of people. It mm -hmm. gives them good information, but they don't do anything with right. it. Whereas mm -hmm. we can take that and mm -hmm. we can have that discussion with those individuals. We we love to be involved mm -hmm. in in the biometrics mm -hmm. um, at the at the employers that hire mm -hmm. us because we can then meet people face to face mm -hmm. as it's happening right. and get to know people that mm -hmm. haven't generated claims yet, mm -hmm. but they're going to generate claims. Right. right. You know, you can you can tell mm -hmm. based on their numbers and and a quick visual mm -hmm. that they are not in not in a good place. Mm -hmm. And those people mm -hmm. usually aren't 
super happy. They're not right. glad that they're yeah, they in that position. They know that there are issues. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, it's it's mm-hmm. scary to get help. Mm-hmm. It's, are you going to judge me? Is mm-hmm. the, you know, what am I going to go right. through? So this is the ultimate, to your point, this is the mm-hmm. ultimate wellness benefit because mm-hmm. what we're doing is actually making the people mm-hmm. that need to get healthier mm-hmm. healthy. Right. And it, and, and like you said, it, it impacts their life, mm-hmm. but also think about the productivity. So, mm-hmm. right. Even if they are not heading to the ER, mm-hmm. if you've got a BMI above mm-hmm. 35 right. or 40, mm-hmm. um, are, are you, are, do you have a lot of energy? Are you sleeping mm-hmm. well? Right. Um, do you have undiagnosed yeah. sleep apnea? Yeah. You, do you have, so you're going to make mistakes in your work, you know, all of right. those things. Or you're dozing mm-hmm. off at work mm-hmm. because you can't control right. it. It's not something you mm-hmm. want to do. It's not mm-hmm. because you're lazy. It's because you probably got an hour and a half mm-hmm. of decent sleep last night mm-hmm. and you had a, you know, 35 apnea events, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and and, right. and yeah. you're struggling. Mm-hmm. Those are the types of things that they're, they're not seeking the help. Mm-hmm. They don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, they maybe think that they don't deserve the help mm-hmm. or, right. or you know, a lot of different things mm-hmm. that once you bring a, a group like Curly mm-hmm. in, that's a real benefit to your mm-hmm. people because right. we're going to unlock the people that truly mm-hmm. need it. And that's what I love about our mm-hmm. system is it's not just for, you know, the C-suite and the management mm-hmm. and things like this. We, we're doing this all the way down mm-hmm. to the to the lowest level of your employee. Mm-hmm. So it's a truly... Mm-hmm equitable egalitarian right. benefit that mm-hmm. everybody can use mm-hmm. um as opposed to yeah I, you know maybe maybe your lowest level employee can't even afford the gym membership mm-hmm. even with the discount you right. know well what mm-hmm. kind of benefit was that mm-hmm. so it's 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 a benefit for everybody mm-hmm. and it helps you across your mm-hmm. entire employee base mm-hmm. in terms of retention in terms of marketing and we we have testimonials that our clients get to use where it's mm-hmm. their own employees saying I can't imagine. I tell all my friends who work elsewhere that, boy, it's great to work yeah. where I work Look at because what I have I this get. benefit. Mm-hmm. Look at mm-hmm. what they're doing right. for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a recruiting tool, right? Well, and you know, and then it carries it further. You know, it's it's you know, they, they go, okay, I'm supposed to be eating better, so person who is cooking my food at home, (laughs) we need to start eating better. And, you know, and, and so then, and, and it's, you know, we need to start getting some exercise. And so they're taking the kids out and they're, you know, doing all of those things. And so it's, it's, there's a cumulative effect also. Yeah. The total family has an impact. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we're even having the conversation with that person who's cooking Mm -hmm. uh, because maybe that's a difficult conversation for the the individual. Honey, you got to stop cooking with lard. This is, (laughs) what's happening to your significant other mm-hmm. this is what's ha- right. happening and you and you love and you care for them mm-hmm. we need you to do this mm-hmm. if you can do this you're going to be right. you're going to notice a totally mm-hmm. different person mm-hmm. and 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 it's within reason we can mm-hmm. get them there if you right. meet us yeah. halfway we'll yeah. do the it's rest things of the like work. okay let's let's not yeah. have red meat every single meal and i say that sure. from your background of you know yeah, working right. in the beef industry right um <laughs> right. and but, you know, and, and yeah, so we're going to, you know, we're going to suggest that you add a pork and a fish and here's sure. some recipes for you, um, sure. you know, th- things like that. And, and it's funny because so many people scoff that, well, that's the, that's, the, that's not going to make a difference, but again, it's a cumulative effect. Well, you get and it's everybody individual. doing it. 
And it's individual because mm-hmm. again, there's not a system that works for any right. everybody, mm-hmm. right? Some people do very well on like a ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. and some people do terribly, mm-hmm. and, and their blood work shows it. Right. So, so knowing you know what's impacting this person, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm meeting with them on a regular mm-hmm. basis early on in their management. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they like under these situations? Mm-hmm. Is the advice working? Is it not working? Mm-hmm. We're getting the real time feedback, whereas. Even if they see a nutritionist, what are they going to see mm-hmm. that person once right. a month? Maybe. Or if they're going to be like me and they lie to them. <laughs> sure, right. I'm eating kale right. for every meal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Oh. Or they've got kidney issues and they're eating a lot of kale and they don't understand yeah. that's high in oxalates mm-hmm. and you're going to end up with other issues. So yep. let's cut back on the yep. kale, even though your nutritionist uh, is saying this. You know, I throw kale out and the rabbits won't even eat it. So I figure kale's just <laughs> not. <laughs> you know? There you go. There um, you go. But but yeah, it's and but you know, you've you've said it several times. It's about building those relationships. Yeah, it is. Because you know, if I say Sure, Jeremy. I eat my kale all the time. You're going to look at me and go, "Yeah, no." <laughs> you know, yeah, but because we're only- seeing you more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we know you and we've mm-hmm. gotten to know you, we mm-hmm. we know we know your tells. We know, yes. your, you know, mm-hmm. we've had people put in blood sugars that are ridiculous, mm-hmm. and we're like, "That's not even possible." Yeah, there's no, you do your, not have a blood your, sugar of two. <laughs> there's nobody with your. Mm-hmm body fat content mm-hmm. and your weight mm-hmm. who has a blood sugar mm-hmm. at your level. It's impossible. Right. Mm-hmm. So how, how about you stop lying to me mm-hmm. and tell me the truth? Yeah. And, and let's and get it down would, to that level in yeah, a good way. And their way. doctors mm-hmm. would have that conversation with mm-hmm. them, but they get the chance to have it once right. a year. Mm-hmm. And it's not very impactful. And and they get 15 minutes with them, if even that. Right. Um, right. You know, and, and, and that's the other issue. Um, you know, it is one of the things that I love about my oncologist. They have a big sign on the right. door. If you have not had all your questions answered, you do not leave this room. And yeah. and I love that. But you still feel like you, you mm-hmm. know, you got to rush through stuff and and um yeah. you know and and but yeah, I mean, you know, you go to all of the other doctors and it really is how fast can we get in and out? Um, you know, and yeah. and you know, it's, it's just it's the old approach and you know, we even ran our manufacturing company mm-hmm. a little differently. It's the old approach of throughput numbers and those always matter mm-hmm. <clears throat> versus the value of the, right. through, the mm-hmm. throughput right mm-hmm. and you know i can envision a hospital system you know with a curly involvement that you know hey it's it's cash payer mm-hmm. and you know what you can have your appointments as long as they need right. to be because maybe they see what we're 10 doing a day but is it, reducing those 10 were absolutely fabulous and they were very important they were right. people that really needed mm-hmm. it you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, if you're 25 years old mm-hmm. and you've got a reasonable BMI and no issues, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I don't need to spend an hour and right. a half with you, mm-hmm. but if you're struggling, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's, let's mm-hmm. get this real. And that's right. what we have the opportunity to mm-hmm. do because we're not tied in any systems. We're not, we're, you're not paying by the mm-hmm. minute for us. You're not mm-hmm. paying by the visit. Mm-hmm. You're paying a flat rate mm-hmm. for our product. And we're coming in and saying, look, if it takes three and a half hours, mm-hmm. Next Tuesday with John Doe, we're mm-hmm. going to spend three and a half hours right. with them, and it's not going to take mm-hmm. take him away from company time. We're going to find a way to do it in a mm-hmm. way that keeps him productive, mm-hmm. but we're going to spend whatever time mm-hmm. is necessary until he feels comfortable. And you know what? Then we're going to meet with him mm-hmm. again yep. the next week mm-hmm. to make sure that we stay on top mm-hmm. of that and that we're held accountable, that they're held accountable, and that mm-hmm. that relationship continues to grow. I love it. 
Well, oh my gosh, Jeremy, this has been such a fascinating discussion. And, you know, but we do have to wrap up. So this is why I set the timer because otherwise we'd be going forever. But tell us specifically, how do people find Curaly? And what, I know you have, you know, a lot of services, but what are the, the primary services that you provide? Yeah, sure. So you go to curaly.com, C-U-R-A-L-L-Y.com. And um, there's a there's a section on our webpage where you can reach out to us that gets forwarded to a customer mm-hmm. service team that <clears throat> relays that message to us. And, and really what we'd like to sell you is the ability to come in and manage your participants, manage mm-hmm. your, your plan members. Um, give us a chance to look over your your claims data and work on a pitch to you Mm -hmm. so that we can help bring this employee retention Mm -hmm. tool, this recruiting tool, this, this life-changing tool um, to your employees. Mm -hmm. And and you get to say, I'm hiring somebody that's going to save lives. Right. I'm hiring something that is going to Mm -hmm. change lives and make my employees better. Mm -hmm. We get to give you the opportunity to say, I truly care in an authentic Mm -hmm. way about my employees, which is rare. Everybody says they care, but they don't get the chance to show Mm -hmm. in action that they really do Mm -hmm. all the time. And this is a really good way to do that. I love it. So is there a minimum size company that, that you work with? Um, it depends. I mean, we've worked on putting some conglomerations together okay. <clears throat> in the past. We've pitched different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, typically you're talking about at least 1,200 members in a plan, mm-hmm. so that might be minimum size of 800 employees or mm-hmm. so, depending on how many plan members. Um, but usually right around there, so they're not okay. necessarily they don't necessarily have to be very large mm-hmm. companies because you can you can see you know what size employers mm-hmm. typically want to be self insured. Mm-hmm. Right. You quickly have that mm-hmm. risk and you quickly have a pool that's mm-hmm. managed that that needs to be managed mm-hmm. um somewhere in there mm-hmm. um but again there's mm-hmm. there's there's products product options for mm-hmm. for a lot of different situations if if that so fits and again it's it's on our heart to bring a product that can really help your employees perfect i love it so how do they connect with you uh, again go to our website okay. put in your information Click the button. It sends the information Type our in way. There. We'll reach I heard out. Jeremy. I want to talk <clears throat> yeah, to Jeremy. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Well, Jeremy, this has been fascinating. Um, you know, because it's something that I had absolutely no knowledge about. And so that's always great fun. I like that. Um, you do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Yeah, I think it's very important, and I've stressed this throughout our conversation. Um, and I don't take it lightly. Authenticity really matters. And and even if you're not going to hire on a Curly, <clears throat> the more authentic you can be with your employees, the more you can really treat them as resources that are provided to you for your use, not, not you know, they're not there on your behalf, you're there on their behalf, uh, the more productive your employee base is going to be. You really have to look at these people as investments. Um, they have lives, they have families, and it's easy. You know, a lot of you are smaller entrepreneurs. It's easy when your organization is small. And we can, we can say from experience of having both small and very large organizations, you're talking 30,000 employees, it quickly becomes very difficult. So if you haven't developed the practice of being authentic with your employees, and we've all worked for people that are not, and we know what that feels like. 
Uh, it's going to be very hard to keep that going forward. And you'll notice it. You'll notice it in, in the productivity. You'll notice it in the turnover. You'll notice it in the, in the company culture and company culture is everything. You know, certainly bringing in a company like Curly can take that to the next level. And we are happy to do a lot of that legwork on your behalf, but try to be authentic. Learn to truly care about your employees and show it in your actions. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Well, I've been having such a fascinating discussion with Jeremy Vesta. I'm Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.